Transmissions from the Dark Side is a tongue-in-cheek look at anthology horror, covering adult themes and concepts in very childish ways. Parental guidance suggested. This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. A stuck-up boy. A werewolf man. A pagoda is Scottish? Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 90s horror anthology, Monsters, and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss, with me via the power of the internet, joining me via Skype. It's my greatest friends in the whole wide world, if it isn't Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. Yay! Hi. Hi, how you doing, guys? Oh, you know, just locking it Sheltered down, baby. Place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing Sheltered a mask. Placing. I'm wearing a mask while we do this. That's great. I'm covered <laughs> right now. I'm wearing no less than 25 masks. It's mask on mask on mask. Mm-hmm. If this is your first time joining us, what we do around these parts is we watch Anthology Horror, a different scary story in hard quotes every <laughs> week. Uh, you've caught us on the 22nd episode of Season 2 of Monsters, an episode called The Gift. It is customary around these parts that we guess what the episode is about based on title alone. We call it The Dark Side Guess. Who would like to go first? Maddie, let's do yes, it. Yes, I will go first. I raise my hand. The Gift. On the morning of August 5th, 1962, Petra Kofstetter received a small red package in the mail. No return address, no receipt name, just two words written on the top, don't open. Ever suspicious of a prank, Patrick threw it in the garbage and didn't give it a second thought. Until the next morning, when he received two identical packages, both with don't, it, don't open written on the top. Again, he threw them in the garbage, and again, identical packages, this time four. Becoming annoyed and a little unsettled, Patrick set a trap for the offender. He stayed up all night by the front door, ready to catch them in the act. Instead, what he found was the packages appearing in the blink of an eye, now numbering eight. Growing angry with the packages, Patrick opened one. All that was in it was a folded piece of paper. Patrick unfolded the paper. I am behind you. You've done it, man. Creepy. You've done it. That's the whole thing. That's a whole story. Yeah, I'd watch that. I'd watch the hell out of that. Uh, Here's mine. The gift. It's Christmas and a poor werewolf sells his fur to buy fang polish for the Dracula he loves. Only to discover the poor Dracula sold his fangs to buy fur detangler. Then they go on a killing spree. (laughs) Oh, the O. Henry story has never been more monstered. (laughs) I, I thought about doing an O. Henry, but I, I, I didn't. Wait, you decided to do something better? Not me. <laughs> Not me, baby. First Go idea, ahead, only idea. <laughs> well, if you want first thought, worst thought, <laughs> here's my dark side guess. The gift. John Tesh wants to give you something. It's a gift. Come on. Open it. Rapping, rapping, rapping. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I want to dunk it. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. None of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, please hit us up with them sweet deets. Sure. Here are the sweet deets for The Gift. This is Season 2, Episode 22. This episode aired May 20, 1990. Uh, Here is the description. Sid Dillon and Kirby have kidnapped rich kid Jeffrey and taken him to an unheated mountain hideaway in the snow. Don't know why that's important. Oh, while searching the basement for warm blankets, they discover a monstrous furry beast in the cellar. 
Dolan wounds it with his gun, and then the kidnappers chain Boy and Beast next to one another in the basement. Boy and Beast. That's a show I'd watch. <laughs> Beast makes telepathic connection with Jeffrey, explaining he is a good being who can shapeshift. Jeffrey and the Beast learn that they are to be killed. The Beast the offers Jeffrey thing. a way out, but the choice is gruesome. I don't need to watch the episode now. I, just, no. I should have just paid attention to Well, we'll see you later, fellow listeners. <laughs> uh, this episode was directed by Jeffrey Wolf. Uh, not much on the director credit uh, list here. He did uh, direct the episode, the episode Tales. I'm sorry. He directed the episode entitled The Moth from Tales from the Dark Side. He also directed The Legacy. And he directed Stressed Environment, which we have not yet watched in Monsters. Uh, but he was the editor for a handful of some big movies. Uh, Beautiful Girls, Billy Madison, Cecil B. Demented, uh, Dirty Shame, I think. Yeah. Uh, Abe Vigoda as Dolan. Abe Vigoda is uh, a noted character actor. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't say the writer. Uh, the writer was D. Emerson Smith. Uh, he wrote this episode. He also wrote Micro Minds and The Mother Instinct. Hmm. Uh, I think this might have been the best of the D. Emerson Smiths that we saw. Abe Vigoda played Dolan. He is a noted character actor. Played Tessio in uh, Godfather Parts 1 and 2. We saw him last in the Tales from the Dark Side episode, A Choice of Dreams. He was also Detective Fish on Barney Miller. The voice of the Beast was John Bolger. Uh, fun fact, John Bolger, great nephew of Roy Bolger, a.k.a. the Scarecrow. Scarecrow. And, yeah, that's right. Uh, this is the second appearance by John Bolger in the series. Previously appeared in the season one episode, The Vampire Hunter, as Vampire Charles Poole. Uh, he provides the voice of the Beast and the voice on the radio. Uh, Carlos Lachau played the Beast, a uh, handful of credits. Brad Greenquist played Kirby. Uh, he might have been recognizable to you, Matt Rose. He was Victor Pascal in Pet Cemetery, the 1989. Oh, no way. I was yeah. trying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then Zach Overton uh, is credited for this episode and two episodes of Late Night with David Letterman. July 25th, uh, 1985 and 1986. I can't find anything else about it. Uh, very curious as to why he was on one year apart, unless that's some sort of, uh, I don't know, some sort of weird thing. There's also a uh, Zach Overton, who is the director of retail and uh, U.S. consumer mobile marketing for Google, uh, uh, took over Samsung, uh, Samsung's uh, VP of experiential marketing and stuff. And I'm looking at a picture of him and I cannot tell if it's the same dude or not. Hmm. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll never know. I'm not going to play oh. it. I'm... Okay. <laughs> the last time I played it. Uh... Chaos. Chaos ensued. Well, it's difficult to hear us do the bit, yeah, uh, over Skype uh, together. So, how about uh... <laughs> Honey, it's family hour. Be something on. <laughs> ah, crispy critters, my favorite. <laughs> oh, great! It's monsters, our favorite show. <laughs> Let's watch it. Hey, sh shut the fuck up! It's starting. <laughs> hey, you! Hey, you! Forget about it. Forget about it. I'm walking in monsters. <sighs> what would we do without you, Chiller? The door <laughs> from the monsters swings <laughs> wide open, and it's. <laughs> First thing I write is, is this music playing for the whole episode? <laughs> here, here is literally the line I wrote. Abe Vigoda! Exclamation point. What's with this hacker music? <laughs> okay, so my notes are Abe Vigoda! Exclamation part or exclamation point. What the hell is with this music? Why are they playing the training music? From a Jean-Claude Van Damme montage. 
It's a hundred percent what it was, and it was so loud. I was watching this on uh, YouTube because I didn't want to dig out the DVD. I wasn't sure if this was like somebody was like the only way they could get to put it up on YouTube was if they put super loud music over the whole thing. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell if this was on purpose. It is absurdly loud. This this opening is at one point and and we're not there yet but i just wrote holy shit this episode is insane already if we were together we would have stopped it we would have stopped it losing <laughs> our minds because yeah like you're maybe i don't know you're not even 60 seconds in and you are dropped in you are you are paratrooped into the middle of just chaos now over the history of this show we have complained about them taking too long to get there not this episode. They presuppose you know everybody in the room. Yeah. <laughs> their motives, their wants and desires. Because it is. It's just like instantly it's um, you guys don't have to be civilized. I know you're under a lot of pressure is the first word of kidnapped boy. <laughs> it, it, the setup is Abe Vigoda is running a kidnapping with a guy that is going to shiv him in the back as soon as he possibly can. <laughs> yeah, they're playing a round of good, kidna- ki- good kidnapper, bad kidnapper. Uh, yeah, the the shitty kidnapper. I you, I would think this Kirby. is the first Kirby. Uh, this is the first thing that they've done together. together? This, yeah, because I can't imagine that this is like some long-term relationship where it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to kidnap lots of kids and, and do this. Because Kirby seems like uh, – Kirby's the hothead. Mm-hmm. And Sid is uh, – Sid's a little more civilized. Oh, although he does say uh, – Abe Vigoda does say, you know, you know I don't like to have witnesses around. So I guess they have. Mm-hmm. I, I, I take it all back. I'm wrong. Do you think Kirby's like his son-in-law? <laughs> I told I, I told I, 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 don't job. I told Pam that I'd give you one more chance. Yeah. <laughs> well, let let's. There's so much that happens here at the top. We get introduced to Abe Vigoda and his character, Dolan. Dolan, and this guy seems to be from the hardened streets of wherever you want to put him because his accent changes so much. (laughs) Has Abe Vigoda always looked 80 years old? Yes. So. Okay. That's just sort of what he's known for. Yeah. Like even when he was on Barney Miller, he looked. Yeah. Old. Yeah. Yeah. He just kind of had that face. Yeah. That's why he's a good character actor. Yeah. Yeah. But oh my god, I, I like we 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 get introduced to Ava Goda, we get introduced to the bad kidnapper, and then we meet Jeffrey, and your world oh, is about to change because you're about to meet little Lord uh, Smugleroy. <laughs> <laughs> this... He is. I was like, I don't know who I'm supposed to be rooting for in right. this episode. This... Because he is one hundred percent. He is he is Francis Buxton who steals Pee Wee's bike in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> he's the he's the kid at the beginning of Dutch. <laughs> this kid is a mess. Well, Ava Goda feels bad for the kid, and he's trying to get him a blanket. And he's like, "Hey." Get this kid a blanket. So, is this Abe Vigoda's cabin? I guess. We don't. This is his kidnapping shack? I I really don't know. This is. Because because there's there's something that happens in a couple minutes um, that would make me say no. It looks like it's just an, an abandoned shack. So, how does he know that there are blankets in the basement? Good point. He's been there before. Are there a lot of abandoned shacks? Am I just not spending enough time in the woods? Yes. Yeah, okay. I mean it's 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 well known that that you put your blankets in the basement of an abandoned shack. Along you with put the your coal. blankets in the basement and then you get the hell out of there. Yes. 
So long, blankets. <laughs> May you help another on their journey. <laughs> right. Well, you have to imagine that the person on the RPG adventure is going to go into that house <laughs> and just rummage the hell through it, and then yep. he's going to get X3 blankets. Mm -hmm. This blanket is useless now. Discard. Discard. <laughs> this blanket is all sleeped up. <laughs> Too much sleepy sleep for this blanket. Well, so, uh, so Apagoda asks Kirby to get him a blanket. And for some reason, this is too much work for him. So Abe insists where he says, get him a, get him a blanket, please. So, so that's where uh, I think Kirby starts saying that he's going to make the kid go down. And also he's going to make them shovel coal. Well, there's so they, can, they also, can get the furnace started? Yes, there's supposed to be coal in the cellar as well. So they can get the place warmed up. And then there's something about a distribution of wealth. Yeah, this is... They this explain is where why, why he has been kidnapped. He has been kidnapped because he is a prep school kid. Uh, his daddy is rich. And they, they're uh, waiting to get ransom as kidnapping goes. And the kid yeah. gets it. I, I, I wrote that uh, Abe's speech is the alternate reality where Bernie Sanders became a kidnapper. <laughs> there is a moment when Abe Vigoda says he went to prep school. <laughs> I'm like, wait, did he? <laughs> just has these weird left field line reads that are just. Like, oh, I can't wait for the for the reading in the second act, Matt. Oh, it's so crazy. Well, then they go into the cellar. So now it's Kirby and Jeffrey in the cellar. And this set is needlessly dark. It is woefully dark. I can't see. I had to turn my brightness all the way up to see what's happening. And there is all sorts of empty cellar stuff around there. Boxes that don't have anything but empty jarring and canning materials in them. Painted painted wall of rocks right uh, empty <laughs> empty paint can yeah. um they're in that now i this is the setup they're looking for blankets they're looking for coal and then <laughs> the boy basically mouths off to kirby Jeffrey, he hits him with a shovel that's right, right. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah. So, so Kirby threw him into the coal, and he like face planted yeah. into the coal. Um, like, is he which, dead the entire episode? Is he yeah. just gonna lay there? It's his only defense. Yeah. Was this like Jacob's ladder? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so uh, Kirby is, I guess, still looking for the blanket, and he turns his back on the kid who has a shovel, uh, and the kid runs after him and hits him. In the back instead of the head? Very gently. Yeah, he, uh, he, he, he taps him. Uh, and that's when Kirby, like, choke slams the kid to the ground uh, and puts a knife on him. And, it, God, I think this is where I, my, I, my, favorite notes, line. my favorite line. My, my notes just say, tough guy, tough guy, tough guy. <laughs> Mine say, tough guy times five. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what do your notes say? Oh, well... Is it about his prep school? No, this line right here, <laughs> this is what got my attention. He slams him, and then he goes, I learned that in the slam. <laughs> the slam was my prep school. I learned to slam in the slam, tough guy. I like to hit tough guys, tough guy. You a tough guy? I'm a tough guy. Tough guy. I'll, t I'll take you, I'll slam you like I slammed in the slam. I'm a real slam man. I'll give you the slam. Oh, you don't invest with this knife that you'll see a million times in this episode. Was there, and I hate to bring this up with an episode with featuring a child, but there was there like a, like a homoerotic current running through this episode? <laughs> or was it just me seeing it and everything? It just sounds like oh. one of your fantasies, Jen. I guess so. <laughs> oh, God. At some point, maybe we're going to be sponsored by uh, 
by the text message that I received yesterday <laughs> trying to extort, <laughs> extort money because I haven't read that to Matt yet. It just, it just made me think of it. But we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, okay. okay. I don't I even remember that. where I was going. I learned that in the slam. In the and slam. And then this episode, which is already at 10 for insanity, decides to go, hey, we got one more notch, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Because I write, wait, what the F? It's the grandma from I'm going to get you, sucker. (laughs) Out of nowhere, a werewolf attack occurs. So, Jen, how did you describe uh, the beast in Uh, this? uh, I described him as uh, Nell of the Wookiees. (laughs) (laughs) I I described him as both Confucius Wolfman and bath time Sasquatch. Oh, I like bath time Sasquatch. I also written the descriptions of cousin. It's got some moves. (laughs) (laughs) And who put teen wolf up to this? (laughs) (laughs) Was he a wolf man? That's the Uh, thing. It's it's up for debate. I think no idea. Because kind throughout of the episode, there's like a like a howling sound. Yeah, you can hear howling out in the woods, but I think that just is supposed to indicate to us that, like, I don't know, they're in the wilderness. Oh, okay. I, I couldn't tell if that was related. I did hear it, too, though. I, I so, thought he was a wolf man. Plus. It, it, I mean, the, the makeup definitely looks like a wolf man. Yeah, but I don't. I don't recall like a wolfman getting his powers by getting touched by somebody. Or don't you remember that show, having... Touched by a Wolfman? Oh god, <laughs> that was on CBS. Yeah, it had all your favorites in there. Joe Namath, the other Linda Ellersby, <laughs> Ellerby, Namath, nope. Ellersby, <laughs> Ellen, Ellen B. Uh, Ellen be good. Ellen be good. <laughs> so this is where there's also. So now there's the scramble, like there's shouting, and then Abe Vigoda comes mumbling down the stairs <laughs> with the gun drawn, which with I the gun drawn just ready. Yeah, which I thought, yeah, I just I, I thought that was um, strange. Uh, so. He shoots the monster three times. It falls over. Um, and then Abe Vigoda puts the cap on the tough guy uh, with, and you thought you were tough. And that is an act break. That is an act break. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Ever wonder why kids get blamed for everything just because their parents can't explain it? I didn't do anything. You did, mister. The reason's right under your bed. Hey, bud, the name's Maurice, and I'll catch you later. What goes on down there is every kid's fantasy. It's magic. Think of it, No teachers, no rules, no homework. <laughs> and the best part is, you don't see any parents telling the kids what they can't eat. We're the reason kids get locked in the rooms. <laughs> We're the reason brothers hate their sisters. <laughs> We're also the reason that parents send their kids back to camp. Little Monster. Fred Savage. Howie Mandel. They act up when the sun goes down. The third credit is cocaine. (laughs) God, you remember there were five minutes when Howie Mandel was everywhere? Oh, speaking of Howie Mandel. I was working in the lab. I was working in the lab. (laughs) Oh, please don't. Please don't look away at my grotesque figure. Oh, I'm just bubbling with boils. Please, Ray's. Hey, sister. <laughs> you know, I'm are part you into of the, the band? ultimate fantasy of children. What's your fantasy? Uh, look at me. I am the ultimate f- 
fantasy of a child. <laughs> Your goddamn nightmare is what you are, sir. We're just not being together. Yeah. Oh. oh, don't you want to play with me? <laughs> no. I need a new room. <laughs> Look, My room we'll, is broken. We'll go under your bed. No, please, thank you. I believe that this uh, really was a bullet in the head to uh, Mandel's movie career, though, right? Like, you didn't do a whole lot after this. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Matt and yeah, I don't I mean, think so. Yeah, this... I mean, I, I wouldn't say that he had the hugest movie career to begin with, but... but what was all the, like, Bobby's World stuff? What was his... Wasn't that on forever, his well, that cartoon? cartoon. That, that, was, that was on for a long time I on, uh, on Fox. I didn't have a problem with Bobby's World. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, it was just, it was just a cartoon. You'd allow it? I would allow it. Okay. I don't think I would want to watch an episode right now. But guys, new well, podcast. Well, guess who's on the phone, Matt? We've got Bobby. <laughs> My name is Bobby, and you're watching every episode. No! <laughs> what Faustian deal have we done? <laughs> Transmissions is over. We're now a Bobby's World exclusive podcast. Oh I can only blame myself. But we've got rubber gloves for life. I was working in the lab. <laughs> What is up with that announcer on that? I don't know. I, I really was... couldn't tell you. And I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that that guy did like the commercials for all of the General Mills monster cereals. Oh, like yes. Count Chocula and, and Frankenberry and stuff. Now look inside of Frankenberry to find Booberry Boys. Little blueberry boys to put in your cereal. Just pour some milks on them and watch their blueberry balls grow. Make sure to juice their blueberry balls. As and soon- cut. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Mike, are you going off script a little in there? I'm just reading what God put in my ear. Yeah, that's not, but, but what's on the, it's not on the page. I don't remember there being anything about juicing blueberry balls well i mean you're putting them in a bowl you're pouring uh-huh. milk on them uh-huh you gotta juice them let's just cut that part okay we'll just hey man i'm sorry i was just uh yeah was, let's just the let's holy, just get a holy spirit got what's on the page okay yeah it's approved so okay let's just All go right. back okay okay and go new frankenberries with blue <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was my fault. I just was enjoying myself. Yeah, no, you really leaned into it. It was great. And we're all having fun. If we're not having fun. What are we having? I'm having chicken tonight. Cereal. I'm having chicken tonight. Okay, so I got Oh, so go ahead again. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, Blueberries with. I got a text message yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) That I now want to read that voice. (laughs) <laughs> I require your total attention for the upcoming 24 hours I can't do it uh, I require your total attention for the upcoming 24 hours or I may make sure that you live out of shame for the rest of your life or uh, the rest of your existence I know everything concerning you all of your Facebook contact list mobile phone contacts plus all the virtual activity from previous 195 days my malware ended up being activated in your device, which ended up recording an eye-catching video clip while you were masturbating by activating your camera. I, which, the syntax makes it sound like I was masturbating by activating my camera. Like, that's the <laughs> only way I can masturbate. I have the complete recording. If you think I'm fooling around, simply reply proof, and I will be forwarding the particular recording randomly to six people you recognize. Would you be able to look into anyone's eyes again after it? I doubt it. I want to make you a one-time, no-negotiable offer. Get $1,000 in Bitcoin and send it to this address. Copy-paste it. If you do not know how, look up how to buy Bitcoin. Do not waste my important time. After you send this particular donation, we will call this that, I will disappear and under no circumstances contact you again. 
I will eliminate everything I have in relation to you. You may very well continue living your current regular day-to-day -day life with no fear. You've got one day to do so. <laughs> Matt, was this you? You put the blueberries yes. in your mouth <laughs> and you juice them. Please. Yeah, that's where this message gets kind of off the rails. Because then it tells me to just, yeah. I haven't even seen blueberry cereal in. Uh... This is the weirdest one of these I have. I have never received one of these. I mean, I've received like. Jen Hansen, dollar sign, dollar sign. Enlarge your, you know, pee pee. <laughs> With this one trick question mark. But this is a long, well, reasonably well written. This was not, someone is, English is not their third or fourth language. Mm -hmm. I, so I, I had a pretty be, good one that yeah. is pretty much exactly the same, except in the subject of the but it was through email and in the subject of the email was an old password i used to use ted said he got some of those and i was like that's that had me for like 10 seconds i was like yeah that is a password that i once used but it's not a password i use anymore and i haven't used that in like four or five years was mm -hmm. that was that when your password was fatherless cum guzzler? Yeah. <laughs> I would need you to get through your bowls of cereal. <laughs> and just put the blueberry balls in your mouth. I meant to say childless cum guzzler. That was the bit. Because now you're a dad, and so you wouldn't be a child. Oh. <sighs> All I know is I still chug cum. <laughs> that is not a that that's not up for debate. Matt, have you ever received a uh, a message like that? Uh, I have I have received text messages that were obviously like phishing scams and stuff, but uh, no, nothing like that. And I have like uh, a couple services that like monitor my um, like quote unquote online presence. And let me know if, like, my stuff has showed up on the dark web. But uh, I haven't really received any any uh, any text messages or emails like, like YouTube. It's really, really difficult for me to not respond to it. Because I know oh, well, that... I know, I know. Yeah. I, uh. I did used to get the voicemails uh, that were like, this is FBI. <laughs> we are coming to your house to arrest you with cops. With local cops. Yeah. Yeah. We've got yeah, your did number, I, did sir. Did I tell you about the, the, the one time that I called them back? No. Yeah. I, I This one time I was at work and I was like, all right, I'm going to call them back because this is, this is going to be fun. Uh, and so I was like, oh, man, I'm being audited. Well, for what years? And he was like, oh, all, all, all the years. And I was like, well, but what specific returns? Like what year so I can get my, uh, so I can get you my tax return information? Well, well, all of them. Well, you can only edit, you can only audit me for like 10 years back. So which one is it? Go fuck your mother. <laughs> <laughs> so I kept calling them back. Uh, and then just they just really stopped. want to clear this up. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and then the one time. Uh, the guy picked up, and it was just a torrent of, go fuck your mother, you piece of shit. You are a piece of shit you, who fucks their mother. Like, it was like, dude, can you can you please try something else? That one's not working. Dropped your thesaurus. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I had, <laughs> I had plans to be an FBI agent from Boston. And I was, I was going to be like, yeah, you really messed up, my friend. I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, they wouldn't answer the phone. And so I, there that plan went. Uh, the jig is up, creeps. <laughs> <laughs> Let's shake the crime stick. <laughs> now please head into the booth and grab yourself. <laughs> All right. And we're back. Um, 
Act two begins with Jeffrey and the monster. And this is a love affair I've been waiting for. Um, when Vagoda and Kirby leave, they go, leave your canteen down here in case the boy gets thirsty. And then uh, you get this very sweet scene of, um, I want that canteen, but I can't speak through this prosthetic. So please enjoy this lovely <laughs> array of moans. <laughs> Uh, I wrote, he communicates with telepathy because they can't move the mouthpiece. That's a hundred percent. I loved of all the corners cut in monsters history. This one might be the most amazing execution of all time <gasps> because it is so explained away so quickly. The, the the wolf man, whatever, the monster wants the canteen. He's moaning and pointing, and he's like, that thing, yeah, mouthpiece, please <laughs> put that up here. I don't understand what you want. Oh, you want the you want the water? Okay. Well, let's just see if I can Whoa, you grabbed me! I did grab you. <laughs> you could talk with your head? Yes, everyone can. I just don't move my mouth. Oh my god. This this these moments delicious every single one of them. He's he's an elegant monster with a real anti-gun message. <laughs> yes. Uh he used to be human. Uh he met a man from an ancient race years ago uh who taught him how to shapeshift and become a beast. Like his powers are very, They're very haphazardly crazy. defined. It's, yeah, it's kind well, of like with Superman, kind of... where they just kept adding powers on. Where it was like, what? I'm pretty much immortal. I have the I ability. Look like a werewolf. If you touch me, I can communicate to you telepathically. I get thirsty. I, I, uh, uh, I'm hung. <laughs> hung like a wolf this, this is the greatest hey let me tell you my backstory also I'm going to move beyond the fact that your humans murdered me <laughs> yeah so he so he's a shapeshifter yes he's a shapeshifter okay. Well, but he can't shapeshift because he's got bullets in him and it takes him too long to heal. Like, it's taking him a long time to heal because he's injured. And if he shapeshifts, then he's just a, a, he human. Says he's a human who's pumped full of lead, except... Yes. He got shot three times, three times but he's got, a yes. dozen, he's got a dozen bullets in him. Though right. he, he does say that the reason why he was in the basement... It's because he was attacked. ...was because he was rescuing a man from being shot. Um, and I think he was shot himself... Though that that would still mean that he had to have been shot nine times previous to this. That's that's a lot of bullets. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of bullets. We're gonna go. We're gonna go back upstairs for a minute. We got to check on Abe Vigoda and uh, Kirby. <laughs> so Kirby wants to sell the monster to a circus. <laughs> like I love that. That's where his mind goes. Not like. Hey, we got a monster. Why don't we, like, I don't know, sell him to the government or some shit? It's like, there's got to be a circus around here somewhere. Or or just be... It, everyone is so nonplussed about the fact that this guy, it's, that there is a monster, a monster there. Yeah. Does this change they're, the plan? No. They are acting like their plan is not impacted by this monster yeah. at all. At all. Like... Their their plan is he's going to burn just like everybody else. Because <laughs> I guess that's the real plan is to take the money and burn the cottage. Yeah. 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 As soon as they get the ransom cash, they're gone. You know how I feel. That's on my businesses. end. So then it cuts back to the basement and the kid. So if. The monster is telepathic. 
why does the kid keep talking? Why doesn't he just think? Well, because the monster can hear his thoughts. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The, the, anyway, anyway, the kid starts talking about how, yeah, I'm on my own a lot. I think that even if my parents or unless they got the ransom number, no, they wouldn't even know I was gone. Yak, yak, yak. And then we uh, all had that childhood, right, man? <laughs> <laughs> I so I love this, and it's like when I was given the power. You may call me William. When I oh was... yeah, I don't like that the monster just keeps calling him. Just the way he says his name, I don't know. This is yeah, a very it's weird. It's weird. No, uh, yeah. This is <laughs> a werewolf calling someone Jeff is weird. I will call you. Jeff, his voice is of another Dracula meeting, yeah. meeting the, uh, the, the old sage in the cave. Yeah. I've, I have been alive for 200 years. So they're, they're building this friendship and, uh, William is telling him a little bit more of, uh, of his life. They're, they're commiserating and upstairs, we're back upstairs and Abe Vigoda is, uh, is, is conducting a ransom over a ham radio. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly I, I, I wrote Dolan calls on a ham radio. I was like, this is, this is all done via CB. Like, yeah, couldn't. <laughs> Couldn't I don't know the police easily track where that receiver yeah, they could, is? They could triangulate the signal. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, so when the, when the uh, when William and Jeffrey were talking downstairs, William gives the most roundabout way to say, "With great power comes great responsibility." I have ever heard. Um, and he says that he uh, he has a duty to help good people and destroy evil. Yes, that that's the duty that was passed along when uh, he he received these powers. Meanwhile, the yes. goat is upstairs talking about no sequential numbers and no markings. We can find those we, markings. We can find those markings. <laughs> and also, for some reason, he's British now. It's weird. Vagoda uh, picks up accents all. Over the oh, place. But, oh, but the accent coming up, Matt, is by far his finest work. Now we're back downstairs, and we hear a little tale from this wolfman named William about the Pennsylvania gentleman. <sighs> so, two hundred years ago, he was he was a Yankee prisoner. Yes, he was a a Yankee prisoner, uh, and they were putting them in prison ships. Um, and, oh God, what did he say in the morning? In the morning, they would give us water and food and we would give them our dead. Yeah. And so apparently, uh, William had information on the Pennsylvania gentleman, um, that they wanted, uh, but that he was never going to give them. And that is when he met the man who gave him his powers, And now, I believe that is where we get the finest Scottish accent I have ever heard. I don't remember this. Oh, I I, I should just play it for just you. Just play it, Matt. Yeah. Just play it. Because there's no way I will be able to do it justice. Just, do you remember um, when uh, when Austin Powers came out? And, like, yeah. everybody and their brother were trying to do Fat Bastard. Yes. And how almost no one could pull it off. Yes. Worse than that. All right, so. Oh, look at that. Here we go. Let's see if I can find it. 9608 West. When do we get the boy? When we have the money in our safe, I'll radio his location to you. Tell Mr. McGregor. That it was a pleasure doing business with him. Tell Mr. <laughs> McGregor. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> I do remember this now. <laughs> Tell Mr. McGregor that I am immortal and I stand before you, son. <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> uh, so Dolan and Kirby hear noises by the door. Uh, Kirby, I guess, gets his switchblade out. Of course, he, does. And, he and can't goes go over anywhere without that switchblade. Yeah, yeah, he really can't. Uh, and they open the door, and oh, what a surprise! It's Jeff. Uh, and I think that Kirby shakes him a little bit, uh, and then they, good. then they, yeah, then they throw him down the stairs. And that is the act break. Before we go to the act break, I do have to say that I'm so upset how long it took me to realize that this stupid kid's going to get the power. Really? Really? Because I'm like, it was at this point that I was like, ah, this dumb kid's going to get the power. Well, (laughs) they make the kid out to be kind of a jerk. So I wonder if they thought that, yeah, it'll be kind of a twist. You won't see it coming. But they were talking about him, how the original monster, or how the monster got his power so often. It's like, okay, well, Got to pass his power along. Got to pass the power. All right. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. I asked you to stay out here because I wanted to talk to you about something. I, I am one of those people who's fanatic, uh, a fanatic for the Godfather films. And I, I, yeah, I, I was particularly, with Coppola the other night. Yeah, you were with yeah, Coppola yeah, the other yeah, night. Yeah, and great I per- filmmaking. I particularly love the first one. I think it's one of the great American movies ever made. And recently, Francis Ford Coppola has been releasing extra footage because originally some of these scenes were longer. Like he did in Apocalypse, same thing. Yeah, yeah. and originally right. these scenes were longer, and he, he, he cut them down for the movie, but now he's releasing, for people like me, the extended scenes. Right. And i got to tell you, you really mm. appreciate the editing he did way back when he, with the original, because some of these scenes, they don't hold together when they're really long. Like, you, really? you appreciate, I see why he cut them down, because they just right. don't work as well. And I was looking at one scene on the DVD that really doesn't work when it just goes on longer. It's a scene that you're in. It's a famous scene. Let's take a look at the extended scene on DVD. Well, I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. So, Tom, the boss says we'll come in a separate car. He says for you two to go on ahead. Hell, he can't do that. It screws up all my arrangements. Well, that's what he said. I can't go either, Sal. I always liked it. He understands that. Tom, would you get me off the hook? You know, for old time's sake. Can't do it, Sally. Please. I said I can't do it, Sally. Pretty please. Put sugar on top. I know you got a sweet tooth. No. What if we forget this whole murdering me thing and go to Baskin Robbins? <laughs> ice cream. That's tempting, but I'm lactose intolerant. I didn't know that. Yeah. How about some hot dogs then? I don't eat pork, <laughs> Sally. I'm Jewish. You are? No, you're not. I converted. <laughs> what about all beef hot dogs? Can't trust them. How about Mexican food? I could go for some Mexican food, actually. So where do you want to go? How about Taco Bell? Can't do it, Sally. How about El Sombrero? They're fajitas. I'm out of this world. Sounds good. You go ahead. I'll meet you there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So stupid. It's so great. (laughs) I love it so much. Ah, Abe Vigoda, you wonderful goof. Yeah. I I will never forget the the thing they had with Abe just looking at porn. Like he was he was looking at he was looking at dirty mags. Like it was a Conan bit. Uh, where it was just him looking at magazines, and then he picked up like a hustler or something, and he was going like, "Oh yeah, that's nice." Oh God, that's the stuff. <laughs> oh. And we're back. Yay! Let's land this plane. Um, at this point, 
I'm like, okay, here's the plan, right? Here's Vagoda laying out this plan of what's going to happen. And then I just write, the real plan, double slash triple cross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're back so, downstairs. Yeah, uh, sorry, Matt. Oh, go ahead, Matty. Uh, so Jeff is in the basement looking for an exit, which, come on, kid, there's no exit. Uh, so he asks William if he'd be willing to read uh, Kirby and Dolan's Minds. He does, and that is where he does, in fact, find out that uh, Dolan plans on burning Kirby in the cabin, and Kirby plans on knifing Dolan as soon as the money lands. Yeah, so nobody's making it out of this thing alive, and he finds out that, uh, yeah, everybody's planning on killing him and the monster. Yeah. So, and the kid is is understandably uh, upset and uh, lashes out a little bit at uh, at the beast. And so the beast gives him a uh, a proposition. I love this. I'm, I'm like test. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so he actually he can get him out of here by uh, by switching him with another boy that exists. Um, and so he could go go live his life. He could live and go live his life as this other little boy. And the kid says, well, what happens to that kid? He said, well, he'd come here and die in your place. The kid's like, eh, no, I couldn't do that. I'd be just as bad as them. You've unlocked the, <laughs> the soul stone. <laughs> yeah, it's, You've made it's, my heart grow three sizes. It Musical is very guest. The chocolate factory. Yeah. Not the hoople. <laughs> so we come back up to uh, upstairs and the money is uh the money is dropped they can see the with a parachute <laughs> so kirby uh sees the money dropping and gets his switchblade out because of course time for stabbing uh yeah dolan knowing that kirby lands on stabbing him in the back turns around and shoots him yeah uh and then he goes downstairs to downstairs to kill jeff and that is when we are confronted by uh well wolfman jeff they they struggle they you know roll around uh apparently he he kills Dolan by wrapping a chain around his neck and then crushing his so neck. I had so many problems because Fish goes downstairs. He ate Vagoda. Yeah. And I'm like, number one, now he's slow on the draw. He couldn't wait to shoot people two seconds ago. Yeah. Well, and also, like, why would he have to go down there and shoot them with his gun when he could just bar the door and light the house on fire? Yeah, yeah, he has no reason to go to he has no reason to do anything but lock everything up, walk away whistling with a with a thing full of money. Yeah. It well, I mean, I guess because otherwise we never would have found out that Jeff is now the wolfman and William is a human dying from his wounds. But it did this whole thing did lead to possibly the funniest ending for monsters I have ever seen. Where we see the oh, <laughs> we God. see Jeff's sad monster face, and then it fades to a human Jeff with a single tear. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, what? Hold it. Okay. No, no, so, no. It was it so... was little Jeff crying. Oh, that's right. It was little Jeff. You see the 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 tear rolled down his cheek. And then it goes back to his monster face. Right, because it's then, like Transmorphers. So you yeah. see his image inside of the animal. <laughs> yeah. And then, and but then, oh, Gaston at this yeah. point. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> William is full Gaston. And he is riddled with bullet holes? Yeah. Why does he have so many bullet holes? I was like... I know that I know they said yes. He stopped a gunman earlier, and then 
rattled off into the woods to come to well, this Well, yeah, that's place. why that's why he was in the, the basement but as I'm he like, was healing man, from the bullet wounds. It's like he got hit with an AK. Like, what is Yeah, he had, a, he had a lot of bullet wounds. Because he got three from Abe, and, and there were, well, I mean, if he had a dozen bullets rolling around in him, then there you go. But, uh, yeah, I, I, oh man, I, I laughed at that, that yeah. last, because but, but then, it, it goes from monster to young Jeff to monster to executive producer, Richard P. Rubenstein. <laughs> well, before that, Gaston at this point, because he's no longer William, mm-hmm. he goes, there was no other boy. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> Oh God! I didn't. I didn't hear that part. He, he really there, said there was there no was other boy. No other yeah. Boy. Uh, and then they show his dumb monster face. <laughs> Executive producer. Yeah. And, uh, this one was fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I thought the pace was good. The story was, you know. I, well, let's go to the writers' convoluted, room. But uh... we're in the writers' room, so let's talk yeah. about it. Um, what could you do to improve it, change it? Mm. Um, well, how about writing some reactions to a monster that aren't just like? Let's yeah, sell I, it. I don't feel like that's too much to ask for with this show because between <laughs> this and tales, I feel like we've never gotten an appropriate reaction. You know, to the thing. That's the crux. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think I think that we did have a, an actual normal reaction in Match Game, but that that episode was good, and mm-hmm. this episode is middling. So I guess yeah, it's it's a bit much to ask for common sense decisions and, and normal human reactions to things. I guess the look of the monster and the monster's powers and everything, I, I guess I didn't understand what was great about being the monster versus I mean, other than having telepathy and being able to heal a little bit faster. But then you're I, I don't know. I'll, the, the monster powers were a little foggy, as was yeah. the, the need for all of the story uh, from uh, from William. Yeah, yeah. I would have streamlined that a little bit. Yeah, it was just a little too clunky at times. Yeah. Yeah. And it was... For an episode of Monsters, it had a lot of positive things going for it. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think they set the right mood, but I wouldn't know because the music was so damn loud. Jesus Christ, that music. (laughs) Like... It would just be like, it was so much. It was a lot. That music. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. That music was too much. Too many. Just too many. Many. <laughs> Don't need so many. Need less. No. Good night music. Good night music. Goodbye mailbox. Uh, goodbye, mailbox. Jen, All right, guys. The longest conversation a... I've ever had. <laughs> Jen, give us a scale. Uh, scale of uh, of one to ten. Uh, parachutes full of money. Six. Five. Five and a half. Look at us. Yeah. The, the grouping. <laughs> the grouping is dead on. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just. It was fine. It was fun. I I enjoyed it. It had it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Probably wouldn't go back to it. Definitely wouldn't go back to it. Yeah. Like so many episodes of Monsters. Yeah. Um, you can get in contact with us at TFTDS Pod on Twitter, T from the Dark Side on Facebook and Instagram, or email us at T from the Dark Side at Gmail dot com. If you're out there and you're uh, you have young ones in your life, uh, please don't let them listen to our show. Check out the Unspookable podcast. Uh, it is done by friend of the show Nate Dufort. You may remember him uh, from the episode about vampires where we created 
Send him a Lewis. Send him a Lewis. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Unspookable basically goes through childhood scares and tricks and treats and things like that. And it's definitely aimed at kind of that preteen audience. And it's really, really great. Super uh, fun. So check that out wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, guys, did I forget anything? Why do I enjoy the daylight? Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T on the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTBSPod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.